And um, Andrea, because you were observing this a whole year later, uh, would you say that the move was kind of similar when you were observing the murals? Were there a lot of people around when you were investigating everything? Actually, no. Um, it was kind of desolate. I mean, because of the whole COVID-19 pandemic, I don't think people gather as much in front of these anymore. One of the murals had like leftover candles. Another one was in a neighborhood, so there wouldn't be a lot of people there. It was kind of plastered on someone's fence. Uh, another one was at a liquor market, so it wasn't necessarily where I would go to show sadness. Uh, so not a lot of people, but um, definitely a lot of beautiful art. Hey everyone, welcome back to Beach Weekly, a podcast created and produced by Long Beach State's student-run newspaper, The Daily 49er. I'm your host, Luke Pajari. Check out our content at daily49er.com where you can read campus and Long Beach-related news, sports, arts and life, opinions, as well as multimedia content, including more podcasts, videos, and photo galleries. Thanks to Long Beach Transit for sponsoring this episode of Beach Weekly. Right now, your longest trip is from the bedroom to the kitchen. But if you ever have to move around town, Long Beach Transit is moving you through safely. Visit ridelbt.com basics to see how transit is keeping students safe. This is your one and only podcast source for all things Long Beach State. Let's go ahead and dive right into this week's news roundup. Stay tuned afterwards for this week's Story Spotlight, where I have a conversation with Andrea Ramos and Amon Palm, both of whom collected photos and videos from the many tributes to Kobe Bryant following his death one year ago. Long Beach State's women's basketball team won an intense game against UC San Diego, resulting in a final score of 54-50 on Friday night. UC San Diego once again on Saturday with a 74-53 win. The two wins helped keep the team's spot as Big West leaders with an 8-0 conference record. The women's team is scheduled to host UC Santa Barbara for two games later this week, one on February 5th and another on the 6th at the Walter Pyramid. Governor Gavin Newsom said during a press conference that the state will no longer abide by the regional stay-at-home order and will instead follow the county-based tier model. Los Angeles County will be back in the purple tier, which indicates widespread risk, and many businesses are able to operate with outdoor modifications. Despite Long Beach having its own health department, it is likely that the city will have to fall in line with the rest of the county's guidelines. As of January 29th, almost the entire state is under the purple tier, with the exception of Trinity County, Mariposa County, Alpine County, and Sierra County. Members of the Long Beach State community who have pre-registered for the COVID-19 vaccine can expect to receive an email about registering for an appointment soon. The email details how to make an appointment through the campus single sign-on service. Individuals who are employed by the university are able to receive the vaccine through the city and can track eligibility and appointment availability through VaxLB. For more info about Long Beach State's vaccination process, go to csulb.edu slash onebeach and go to the vaccine info page under the Reuniting the Beach tab. Long Beach State officials announced the commencement schedule for this spring ceremony in a campus-wide email on Friday, featuring graduates from the classes of 2020 and 2021. Students graduating from those classes must register online for a vehicle ticket and will select their 30-minute time slot within their pre-selected day in line with their college of study. The celebration will feature two stages set up on campus, one by the Go Beach sign and one by the Walter Pyramid. More details, including links for registration, will be released in March. 
Hi guys, today I'm here with Andrea Ramos, a photo editor for the Daily 49er, and Iman Palm, assistant news editor for the Daily 49er, who uh, you guys just both recently went out to cover the one-year anniversary of Kobe Bryant's death. And uh, all around the Los Angeles and Long Beach area, there were uh, numerous murals and tributes to Kobe and his daughter Gigi. So to start things off, uh, where were both of you when you went out to observe these tributes? Um, so I had... a uh gone through the Google Maps to find Kobe's murals. Um, and so we started from Cherry in Long Beach all the way up to Torrance and Carson uh, to find these murals. How many stops did you make on uh, your specific trip, Andrea? Um, I think I made about 11, 10 to 11 stops, but we only got about seven pictures. Uh, some of the murals ended up being inside buildings um, and then one of them was like blocked off because they added um, like a dumpster site to the wall. So uh, we couldn't get that picture. And uh, Iman, how about you? Uh, where did you go? So actually before the whole COVID-19 pandemic really um, shook our lives, I actually went to the makeshift memorial that fans made at Staples Center last year. And I got a lot of bit of videos and some pictures from that as well. Both two different points in time. Uh, reflecting on on that event. What was the mood like there uh, one year ago, Amon? It was very, very somber, just to say the least. A lot of people were sad. Like, even though it was a big group of people, there wasn't any music. It was kind of just like, as like an overall uh, moment of silence. Everyone was just really grieving from that, from the tragic crash that happened. And um, Andrea, because you were observing this a whole year later, uh, would you say that the mood was kind of similar when you were observing the murals? Were there a lot of people around when you were investigating everything? Actually, no. Um, it was kind of desolate. I mean, because of the whole COVID-19 pandemic, I don't think people gather as much in front of these anymore. One of the murals had like leftover candles. Another one was in a neighborhood, so there wouldn't be a lot of people there. It was kind of plastered on someone's fence. Uh, another one was at a liquor market, so it wasn't necessarily where I would go to show sadness. Uh, so not a lot of people, but um, definitely a lot of beautiful artwork. Kobe and his legacy obviously it meant a lot to basketball fans all over, but no place really loves him as much as the Los Angeles area. And uh, did you guys have any kind of special connection to him or did you feel anything special when you were both out and about? Yeah, so for me, I grew up watching basketball just in general. My dad is a big basketball fan and he's also a big Laker fan. So I knew Kobe probably before I knew like what basketball truly was. So that was kind of like our bond, always watching um, Laker games and stuff like that, which is kind of funny because my mom doesn't like the Lakers. So it was very divided in my household during NBA season. But yeah, I think my special bond with Kobe and just his legacy with the Lakers, it reminds me of the bond I share with my dad over the sport. So. That's why I went. That's why I was really sad that day. So. For me, I haven't really been into basketball that much. But after his passing, seeing how much he meant to Los Angeles in general, like his family, going through and like hearing people talk, just like Iman talked about um, Kobe and how much he had an impact on her life. It's just really nice to see how much someone could have an impact like that. Well, great, guys. Thanks for sharing everything today. Thanks for coming by to have a conversation with me about these stories. Um, any final thoughts? For me, it was a. I think that was my first time actually going out by myself. It was kind of like a freelance work I did just because I was like, why not? So I think that was the experience of just going out there by yourself, actually speaking to people and seeing the photos, well, taking pictures and seeing the videos of just how much people love Cody, uh, Kobe. Like Andrea said, it's just like 
it's kind of like a wow moment. Like I didn't realize he had that big of an impact on LA until that day. I, for me, um, seeing all the artwork and, you know, little messages sprawled like on the walls, the names that were dedicated to the other victims. I don't know, the artwork just makes it seem so beautiful and it makes me really sad to know that like that many people were hurt um, over this passing. Yeah, definitely. Art is one of the most important ways to uh, bring us together as people and, uh, you know, really remember legends like Kobe. So yeah, thanks so much guys for coming together and uh, having this conversation with me. I appreciate it. Yeah, thanks Thank for you. Us. Long Beach Transit misses seeing you on the bus, pretending to study while you listen to this podcast instead. Until the day comes when you're riding on the regular, visit ridelbt.com basics to see how transit is keeping you safe. That's all for this week. Thanks for tuning in to this episode of Beach Weekly. This is your host, Luke Pajari, signing off. Take care, guys.